You're listening to the In Black and White Show. So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, Merging the day-to-day with God and not making it weird. Yeah. I think that's, so that's this, the biggest one is not making it weird. I think that's yeah. honestly the, uh, the, the, the whole premise of this. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway, that's that's where this random word generator came from. Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to the Black and White Show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, everybody. You're listening into the In Black and White Show here. I'm one of your hosts, Lenny the Man Escobar, and joined here by the other co-host, Cody. Hi there. Molten. The Molten. I just pictured so many people clocking out. There. As soon as you start talking, they're like, I, I can't do a whole podcast of this voice. <laughs> I know. I don't think I don't think anybody could. Just imagine Mr. Krabs doing an episode about, about Jesus, just Christ. He's and the Holy Spirit. Actually, that would actually not be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it might not be too bad. Yeah. Uh, have you, do you ever watch Ed, Ed and Eddie growing up? Oh, absolutely. Ed, Ed and Eddie were, was like, so my parents worked. Uh, pretty much all day. When I got home from school, I rode the bus or I drove my car home, and that's what I would do until they got home: is just watch TV. And Ed, Ed, and Nettie was a okay, a recurring a one. recurring one. Yes, dude, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. If you go back and watch it now, their voice. Well, it's mostly Ed or uh, Eddie's voice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. His voice is beyond obnoxious. He's like shouting all the time. <laughs> So just go back and watch it, and, and uh, it, it's surprising. It never phased me at all, ever, growing up. Yeah. And then I remember seeing a clip, like, four years ago and being like, oh, my gosh, is that what he sounds like? <laughs> you just you just tuned it out just because it was good yeah. TV, good daytime TV. Well, I don't yeah. know about good daytime. The only thing I remember from that, from that show is, is uh, Ed with one D saying, Butter toast. That's all Butter I remember. Toast. Butter toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly the the laugh. Yeah. Oh, well, you've well, got Ed, you got Double D, and you've got Eddie, right? Yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Double D. Call him Double D. That's funny. Anyways, yeah. we're we're excited to talk about more things than just Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, from yeah. you know, that's a. I feel like that's a '90s show. So like, that's like a '90s kid thing. But anyways, oh, yeah. we're we're excited to jump into the all the things that we're going to talk about today. It is um, random word generator time. But before, oh. yeah, Oregon, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But before that, of course, we have a would you rather. Would you rather be? I already know the answer to this. I don't know why I picked it. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music, or be forced to sing along to any song you heard? Hmm, that would be a tough one because uh, I wouldn't. You know, I'm just gonna throw this out here. I know maybe it's not really a popular idea, but I think that today's music is just kind of bad. I think I think that the production value of today's music is awesome. But man, I'm just worried. I just get more worried about the content that people are singing about sometimes. 
Uh, gotcha. Yeah, so... Yeah, I can I correct you? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and correct me. Because you're, you know, wrong. But, uh... <laughs> just kidding, you're not really wrong. Mainstream-wise, I would, I would... I would agree with you. Although, it, you could argue that mainstream content has always been shifty. You know what? Maybe that's true. That's true. Think think about rock and roll in the 70s that, and 80s. You know what? You're absolutely right. I, I didn't it, really think about that. It was the, uh, you know, it is the, the pop and the hip-hop of today. Yeah, that's true. As far as popularity and a lot of it's like, you know, risque. Yeah. You know, uh, but I would I would argue though, even then, it's still today. It's more common to find stuff that's more, uh, I guess, blatantly. Yeah, I think it's there. Things are a little bit more blatant nowadays than they were. Yeah, doesn't yeah, make it any yeah. less, you know. But I'm going to tell you what. As much as you know, some of the content of today's, you know, what people sing about and everything. The beats and the and just the construction of the music is just wonderful. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Just like I think that content wise, lyric wise, I'm just not really a fan. But just the construction can, can of the I music. Can I correct you on that? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Construct. Can, wait, hold on a second. Who's the musician? Forgot. Because you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> how about both of us? Yeah, I know. Right? That's that was that was my. All yeah. right, pull your head out of the baroque era and get with it. Okay? Ooh, that was a good. That was a good um, music joke right there. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. No, I was I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say. I'm gonna be honest. With you. Did you ever <laughs> see the show Songland on Hulu? Yes. Really? Yeah. I think that's a, I, pretty. I think it's really interesting. It's it is really interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I I love the process. Yeah. And I don't know that I agree with it, but these guys are musical scientists. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, they've learned uh, to analyze trends. There's one episode where someone's like, here's my song. It's pretty jamming. And they play it. And one of the guys is like, hey, I, I want to work with you on that song. That chord progression you used, super in right now. I'm like, are you kidding? Just, you hear chord progression and you're like, yeah, it's, that's hopping stuff right now. You have to know what is like popular in the moment and also how to construct a song um, using this scientific formula almost to get it to succeed mm. um, in the mainstream market. They, they it, Music is a business uh, on that show, and it's pretty fascinating seeing how yeah. good these guys are at constructing songs. Now, again, I don't, I don't love how, because I think everything ends up sounding similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, I just don't love the idea of other people writing songs for other people because it's hard to, to uh, make it your own. And a lot of them do make it their own, but anyway. Yeah, I think the thing that's interesting when I was watching that show was the amount of theory. Not just, not I mean, the like market theory and all that stuff, but like you, you said it in yourself. It's just like well, that chord progression is really in. Which was really interesting that they use the, these phrases, that chord progression, you know, these these beats, this this construction, this form, you know, those those times of terms that they were using to to you know to construct this song. Because what's interesting to me is as I connect, you know, I come from a, com- a composer background, so classical, sure, um, but I come from a like a written. I want to call it every all music is composed, but I would just say like. Um, like, uh, what's the word? Notated music, I think, 
is like the most broad term I can say that's not it's not actually even accurate. But anyways, people that write music down with sheet music or whatever. Coming from right. that kind of background to just to hear that um, these these terms being spoken of like that, it's just kind of interesting because it just proves to me that all music, um, or I should say all Western music, is all descended from the same roots. Even if there's all these different influences on it that make it different, it's just all descended from the same roots. Anyways, I just thought that that was the interesting part, that there is theory behind the construction of a right. pop hit. right. I mean, not, not yeah. There's a yeah. It's it's interesting how it's almost. I feel like it's like my job to an extent because I'm a I'm a UI designer. Oh, you're primarily. a musician. You write you write music, pop music. That's all I no. Oh now. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, but I like what I do because it's it's part uh, science and 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 principle and these rules and these. Uh, proven things you have to there's a certain way to design things to make them effective understandable easy for users right Mm -hmm. um there's also a certain amount of art and creativity that you can't put rules to necessarily you can't say you every time you do this it's going to have this effect you can say every time you put the navigation at the top of a web page people are going to prefer that it's going to be easier for them to use because that's a learned behavior. That's a learned observation. That see that on all these websites or whatever. That's a, that's like a proven science part, you know. Mm-hmm. But you can't say, "Oh, I'll do this creative thing here to make this thing stand out and catch someone's eye." Necessarily, there's some rules you can use there to do that. But you know, I feel like it's the same with music, right? Yeah, it's absolutely like, the same. Because if uh, you have no rules, you don't make good music. Period. You know, it's. Yeah. There is that. There's a lot of truth to that. So I, I am a composer by trade. That's what I do. I'm currently uh, working toward my movie chops. You know, film score, media. I, I prefer a media composition, just writing music for all types of media. There are definite formulas. I would say it's kind of like math. You know, like math yeah. kind of describes the universe. And there's certain right. formulas that work, but you have to. But math in itself is. It's just a way to to interpret what you see. I think that's the same thing um, that was well, same thing with music. It's just a way, even these forms and things that you you build. It's just a way for you to interpret how you how you are um, seeing the world. Um, right. I mean, there is a difference there, though. Yeah. With math, you get you put this one input in, you get the same out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess with with music or with design or or whatever you know it it is partially based on those that science and it's partially based on human experience everyone's got different experience and different backgrounds right i think that that's so so you don't know how other people are going to respond with their background of music or background experiences Mm -hmm. or emotions to your music that's true you know yeah. No, 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 no. You're you're good. I think that that that's yeah. That's where I was. Um, I think you're absolutely right. That you know, unlike math, it's definitely not an input. You know, you put one thing and get out another. Um, but there are definitely some formulas. I think you can say that honestly. I think yeah. you can say that about everything. That there is definitely right. some formulas and some science to everything. Um, correct. But yeah, there's yeah. always correct. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's, 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 yeah, that's that. You're you're, you're correct. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, yeah, you may continue. Go it's very good. You're correct. Um, but I think that that's uh, it's the same thing, and I think it just happens maybe a little bit less. These formulas are a little less, but still there with these different creative, uh, different creative um, fields, music design, right? All that stuff that yeah. you were saying. Uh, hey, wow, man, that was. I a, agree with that. Well, I didn't. I don't think I answered the question, but. Well, would you rather stay on topic or just uh, jump off the rails for a minute? I'd rather jump off the rails. All right. Yeah. I think we know the answer to yours. Yeah. Uh, don't we? It would be dancing. Yeah. Nikki Mirren? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely singing, man. Absolutely singing. Yeah, I would definitely take absolutely. that one. Yeah. What was yeah. yours? What would yours be? Uh, that means if you heard Screamo, you'd have to scream it. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I don't know how to scream. I don't know how to do that. I was, you know, you know, that's another thing. You know, there's there's not a science to that. Just kidding. There actually is. Yeah, no, definitely this. And actually, screaming notes too have. You know, yeah. Okay, I don't Did get into that. No, actually, gonna jump off the trails just a second. Did you know that there are singing teachers, and I've seen them who are operatically trained that teach the screaming? Because really, oh, yeah. how you produce the. Anyways, sorry. I'll just. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, so... I'm about to get into. Uh, some theological, not theological, um, pedagogical oh. talkings. About I, don't even, that. I don't even know what that word is, but yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> no, I've, I've seen those. I've watched some videos about yeah. that where they like analyze and they're like, oh, this guy's destroying his throat. Yeah. Oh, this guy's doing fine. Yeah, man. Like, so, so interesting. But they're both, but they're both screaming. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty mind boggling. So anyway, actually, so sometimes when, uh, when, well, I teach voice lessons. And I have actually been uh, just enlarging my understanding of how different singing works. Pop singing, operatic singing, Broadway singing, screamo singing, punk singing, um, uh, electronic singing. All those things are so different, but they all have the yeah. same chorus. Anyways, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool how many different styles there are. Oh, know. my gosh. Yes. Just amazing how what the, what the creative, what the human. All the small things. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just to tie wow. it in, it's just amazing. You know how, like, we're talking about all these things, you know, even the, even music has a certain formula, but not really. Just imagine, like, all these things were created by Heavenly Father. Like, all these things, basically, you just imagine what kind of, like, he is a genius about everything. Right. It's just crazy to me to think about that stuff. Like, and yeah. and the, the reason why, like, what makes us really unique is that a person has the ability to think a thought that has never been thought before. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? And and develop something that has never been before. So right. I, I would even say, so all these things are created spiritually, but it doesn't mean that they were actually always in existence. Just like the basic principles of them were yeah, in existence. Yeah, the pieces. The yeah. pieces were always there. You yes, know? I, I think about so when I teach drums I, I teach it in in pieces as far as um, and I don't want to get too into this but I I compare certain things with drumming to to letters that we use oh to absolutely build an alphabet right dude I that's I probably said this on the show that is what you the did. formula is for music you're just describing the formula for music anyways I'm sorry I just wanted to huh. interject that I thought it was so interesting that you're saying that yeah so you know if, for example if you're playing drums um, playing notes playing through warm-ups these are like your letters you're just mm. kind of grabbing the pieces you need and you're getting the capability and the capacity 
the muscle buildup, the the coordination, um, and then you start playing rudiments, which are certain patterns repeated, you know, that you can repeat mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Common patterns in drumming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those rudiments are like words. Then you sit down and you come up with a composition, or you're playing a composition, and it's this random piece. My favorite one is Funky Fat from a book called The Rudimental Cookbook. So good. Uh, this whole composition is a story. It is built out of these words, these rudiments. And you can only build these rudiments with the basic letters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm with you there. I think God, he's given us all these resources, all these letters. And he says, go, go build something. Go make something. And every single one of us is a unique life that has made something unique, that is special. We don't have to be the best at anything. You don't have to be the worst at anything. Um, you just have to make it your own and, and in your unique, just whatever you're doing. Right. The, the, the capacity is there. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Wow. Well, thanks for listening, wow. everyone. Just, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez, hopefully our oh, work man. ties into this so we can yeah. just have half the episode out of the way. Yeah. I, we that sounded we, bad. We make, <laughs> we make that, <laughs> I make that joke too much. Thanks for listening, everybody. No, please yeah, listen. You do. You, we're not done. Yeah. No thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> did I do that wrong? No, you did. All right. Okay. Uh, let's let's move on. Yeah, I'd like to sing to any song I heard as well. Thanks for asking. Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Should we move on? Let's we'll jump into the meat segment here. Meat segment. Random word generator. Black to if people don't know if, if you're new to this once a month on the first episode of every month <clears throat> the second this month um i just didn't realize we were in may last week when we recorded i'll be honest with you <laughs> we were but yeah usually the first week every month we'll uh we'll do a random word generator episode this is where we sit down because normally we're standing <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, I have a story about that when we're done here. Okay. Um, I pull up a website, randomwordgenerator.com. Uh, proudly sponsored. Just kidding. Yeah, I don't even know who they are. Uh, and we just click generate random word. We get one word from them. Whatever it is, we have a conversation about it. I might skip it if it's a cuss, but besides that, we're doing it. So uh, anyway, we like doing this because the goal is... We get a random word. We get this random resource. See what I did there? Yeah, that was good. And good. our goal is to, to tie it into the gospel somehow on the spot. Mm. And the point of this is this whole podcast is built on having natural conversations about life and about the gospel. Merging the day-to-day with God and not making it weird. Yeah. I think that, that, so that's this, the biggest one is not making it weird. But I think that's yeah. honestly the, uh, the 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 whole premise of this. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So anyway, that's that's where this random word generator came from. We're like, this is a, an opportunity to to showcase having a natural conversation. Try to tie it in. Maybe it's a little unnatural because you're not forced to tie random words to Jesus uh, throughout <laughs> yeah. your day. Yeah, but it's but a, like, the point it's, is it's a good exercise. Everything, yeah, everything connects. Yeah. Right? Um, so anyway, hopefully no one's tired of me explaining that. Here we go. You ready? Let's do it. Okay, the word is complication. 
complication. <laughs> That's right. Oh. We don't need no complication. Is that how the song goes? No, not at all. Oh, I don't. I don't know what that song is. Anyways, that's Brother Floyd. Oh yeah, no. First name Pink. All right, um. <laughs> Brother Floyd. <laughs> I got that. That's good. Um, oh, that just made me think of Floyd for my mission. My first door approach. We met a guy named Floyd. He told us about aliens. Oh, I don't want to get into it. Nice. Uh, so complication, Lenny. What does uh, what does that have to do with life and and with Jesus? Oh man, the first thing that comes to mind is just like a complication just uh, suggests to my mind any trial. That's what it just like immediately complication in your life. It doesn't matter how big or how small, you know, it they can be uh it's it's a trial. It actually makes me think about actually it's interesting. It actually makes me think about how every complication in our life can be a trial, however big or small it is. And that when we overcome these, you know, we get a little bit stronger no matter how big the trial is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think think of the pre-earth life. This is this is where I went when you started talking about, you know, trial. Yeah. Um, Heavenly Father's like, here's my plan. And Satan's like, what about this plan? It's super easy. Let's go down there and everyone's saved. Pretty cool, huh? I'm pretty sure he said that. Pretty cool, yeah, huh? I don't know. Yeah, it's the cliff note version. Yeah, but cliff note. Uh, uh, Heavenly Father is like, no, here, here's here's how the plan uh, needs to work for everyone to progress as much as they possibly can. And he complicated it. That sounded bad. Maybe I shouldn't word it that way. But when I say complicated, I mean it's not easy. This life isn't easy. If we If we had it Satan's way, it would not be complicated. It would be straightforward. We would have no consequences for our actions, uh, or at least no no negative or positive consequences. We could do no good because we could do no evil. It's not complicated. Nothing happens. But when 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 Heavenly Father introduces His plan and says, "You know what? the The opportunity to fail is um, it pales in comparison." To the opportunity to grow and become something more, no competition. Yeah, let's put people on the earth. Let's give them trials. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck sometimes. It's going to be complicated. But through those complications, they're going to learn that they could become something more. And and this this that is more valuable than taking the safe way and not not experiencing failure on occasion. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and yeah. you're basically describing that, you know, we, from a, a smaller point to a larger point, I'm going to go from small to large, smaller being that sometimes we're going to fail and those things with that, those complications, those trials are, are meant to help us gain experience, help us to gain more appreciation for, for ourselves, for our, our, our earthly experience and, you know, ultimately that appreciation for our father in heaven who's watching us and and, and guiding us and, and helping us to become better you know um and, and you know i think um there are some complications that people will go through that are just terrible 
I, I can't think of any other word that. Right. I can't think of any other word to describe them except that they're just awful. You know, yeah. it's, it's, saying they're a complication is yeah. almost uh, inappropriate. Yeah, right? exactly. But what I really love about, you know, the experience that we have here is that Heavenly Father sent his son uh, to earth to live, to teach, and ultimately sacrifice himself spiritually and physically to help us overcome all of our complications, all of our trials, no matter how big, you know, how, how matter, how monstrously big that they are for some people. Um, they, he's or how come, small. Or, or, or yeah, how monstrously big or how insignificantly small they are. They've come, he's come to, to make it right. You know, and I think right. that that's a hard, it's hard in the moment. Um, you know, some people who, who don't, quite understand you know like why good things why bad things happen to good people you know that that i think that it's um it's a hard thing to 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 understand and to uh to talk about even because like don't understand exactly why this is happening and honestly it's it doesn't you know we as as people who are looking in on their life um, can't really understand and but there's there is one person who can and i think that that is amazing yeah you know it was we just had mother's day on on sunday um shout out to all you mamas out yeah there. You're happy great. happy mother's day um, i've got a great mom when he's got a great mom that's true um but i was gonna say that we we watched this video clip me and uh chelsea and finley chelsea's a great mom um, with uh, oh. Elder Holland. Sorry, what did you say? Like we sat down with Elder Holland and watched a video on TV. No, no. Did you say Chelsea's grandmom? She's a great mom. Oh, great mom. I'm sorry. I was. There was a couple things yeah. that went through my head. Like first that you said, like <laughs> I was watching with Chelsea and Finley. Chelsea's a grandma. I was like, uh, I don't think that's right. Just gonna slip that in there. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. Sorry. When I told you we were having a baby on the air, that was great. <laughs> yes, you that wasn't me good for for minutes. I didn't believe you for minutes. Anyways, I'm sorry um, for interrupting you. Go ahead. No, it's talk by Elder Holland from 2016. I think it is. It's called uh, "Behold Thy Mother." Yeah, and uh, he man, he talks about it in that talk. He's like he talks about it in the talk. I just said that that came out of my mouth. He mentions how. You know, there's this letter that someone wrote him, and they said, "How can motherhood not be divine? I, you subject yourself to failure, to responsibility, to heartache, to uncertainty by by deciding to have a child and essentially complicate your life. Like how how." How can there not be divine love there for that's making someone want to do this over and over and over again? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's one of those things that I think about with with complication. You know, um, in this instance, talking about children, yeah, it's compl- it will complicate your life to have children, but 
Um, it, will, it will complicate our existence to have to go through this life and suffer for sin and suffer failure and also to experience more joy and more success than we could have. It's, it, it's complicated. To, it throws a wrench in the easiness of the plan. Hmm. Um, but it opens the door for more. Uh, for more. Right? Absolutely. And wanting, helping us to want to sign up for more of life by experiencing more of life, you know. I don't know. I just, I often think I wish that I could help more people see the bigger picture. And like yeah. I, tr- I try to look at the bigger picture in my life quite often because I feel like there's like two different things here two different parts of our life that I think that we often really, we, we, um, miss. I think a lot of us go throughout our life worrying about the details that we forget or even, I mean, in a, like a real sense, we've forgotten completely why we're here on the earth. Right. You know, um, you know, even through the veil, but also just in general, I see a lot of people forget and I can see it in the way that they live. They forget why they're here. And I think that that is when we under when we look at the bigger picture. And I'm going to even say this from a, a non-secular standpoint, right? Non-secular is not religious, right? Or no. Secular. Non-secular is religious. Okay, so in a secular perspective, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. I think do. even if you look at the, the bigger picture of your life in a secular point of view, you can see... It makes you. It helps you actually make um, better choices for yourself than if you were just living in the details. So, how much better is it if you look in the bigger picture when it comes to a non-secular version? The reason I bring this mm-hmm. up is just I think that um, these complications of life seem less. Um, Less, t- I guess, what am I trying to say? If we look at it a bigger picture, the complications of life seem that much more, um, more manageable, as well yeah. as maybe even more um, desiresome in some cases for you know maybe right. for experience than if we were looking at it detail by detail. If we we're just living our mm-hmm. life, just looking at the details, because then we just see that's one more thing. That's just one more thing I have to worry about, or this is everything, you know, just in that 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 right. way. But I think that, no, I, I, yeah. Well, I don't want to derail you. Go on. No, I was basically just going to reiterate what I just said. So. Okay. All right. Uh, I was going to say that as much as we're talking about complication, maybe we should touch on the antonym there. Mm, simplification. Uh, simplification because I was thinking the other day I was like stressing hard over uh, work uh, deadlines and meetings and I remember we were talking to Chelsea one night last week being like you know I'm frustrated I'm burned out but uh, the beautiful thing of life is it has this little thing called time that's not real but where it kind of is and anyway that's we're not going to get into that but uh <laughs> It just keeps going. Life just moves on regardless. If you're ready to move on with it, 
it moves on. If you're not, doesn't matter. It moves on. It doesn't care. It is. It. 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 it the next moment will always come. No matter what you're going through, no matter how bad or how crappy, that next moment is always going to be there. It's always going to come. Nothing can stop it in this life. So I mean, it's like, I as mean, bad as some... Even in the next life. Even in the next life. I yeah. mean, I, w- I would offer that. Maybe that's not doctrine, so... Well, it's... Yeah, I get, that gets complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> um, but what I'm trying to say is, is uh, no matter how much I am not looking forward to a, a potential failure in the future or a potential, you know, a, a meeting that's going to go bad. Life's going to move on no matter how well or how poorly, I guess it's going to mm-hmm. move on. It's going to mm-hmm. keep trucking on. And, uh, that's, that's a, that's a beautiful thing with life. Cause when you look back, you hold on to the good memories and the sad ones you remember, but, uh, this it loses its sting after a while. Um, I think that's a that's a huge blessing, and I think that is something that we wouldn't have uh, with Satan's plan because there is no experiencing the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, eternal damnation is is defined by a progress that has been halted. That next moment doesn't come. With eternal damnation, you know. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty powerful. Yeah, the next moment will always be there when that's what God wanted to give us. The next thing, the next step, the next opportunity to to uh, do more, or become more, or experience more joy, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, honestly, I feel like that's a good place to end that. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. Gee whiz, what time is it? Amen, that was awesome. It was three in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) He's kidding. kidding. Okay. Yeah, it's two. Well, I mean, that was, that I think was a really, I mean, I had had a good time with that. Complication. It was not complicated at all to talk about that. No, that that felt pretty. See what I did there? Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, Yeah, that felt pretty natural. That's an easy one to talk about. Um yeah, let, let us know your thoughts, everyone listening in. Listening in. Did I just stutter? No, no, synonym. Cinnamon. No, listening listen to cinnamon. Um, <laughs> let us know your thoughts on, on complication, how that ties into the gospel. If you agree or disagree with us or, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, just, or just have other things to say about it. Yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts. Um, Hopefully we weren't talking in circles, and hopefully none of this is reiterated. But I think uh, I feel like I, uh, by the end of that conversation, learned to gain an appreciation for uh, some of the complications in life. I, I don't want that conversation to go off the rails too hard to make it seem like life has to be more complicated than it is. Oh yeah, because um, I think there is a beautiful simplicity to the gospel that. Uh, Simplifies life. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to overlook, but, uh, you know, you can't add a caveat to every single thing you say for the rest of your life. It just gets tiring, you know? Mm. It's tiring, you know? Mm. It just gets tiring, you know? Mm. <laughs> All right. What are you eating a chocolate bar over there? Mm. 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 Mm.
All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into our uh, our next section here um, before we wrap up and uh, get some questions from our listeners. Uh, What were you saying? You know, I just have to say, I I like the little blink at the end of that. It's just like so, yeah, it's just, that's good, well placed. Nice little C chord. Yeah. All right, this question is from Calvin from Boise. Uh, it's kind of a two-parter. Calvin, my boy. See, he says, uh, "Why can it be so?" <laughs> yeah, I just ignored it. Did you notice that? That was awesome. <laughs> Calvin appreciates it. Yeah, Calvin was—he he liked it. Um, he asks, "Why can it be so difficult to take action in the gospel, reading scripture, scriptures, for example, when we know it is good for us and we felt the benefit before?" How do we take the knowledge that we know is good to do and actually get the strength to do it? So it's two-parter. So, two parter. All right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, well, maybe let's just let's just look at the first one, and maybe if we have a little bit more time, we can talk. Oh, about we'll something. have time for the second. We'll, we'll get the both. Okay, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, you're Calvin. Right. I can't believe I almost just <laughs> threw your question out of the bus or out of the window. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, Lenny. You get to the end. You're like, you know, let's just go ahead and not. <laughs> not it. Not it. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So here, let me read the first one. Why can it be so difficult to take action in the gospel? reading scriptures, for example, when we know it is good for us and we have felt the benefit before. Let me one-up that. Uh, or like doing your ministering. Yeah. Anyway. Or cool. how about, or just like being nice to people. Yeah. Or like not pushing people off the sidewalk. Is that, <laughs> Into traffic? Just, golly, no. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Anyway, go ahead, Lonnie. What do you, what do you think? Uh, you know what I was I, I think I struggle with this one too you know thinking about like you know I know that there's a lot of things that are so good I think what it comes down to I think what it comes down to is that um, I think there are different tiers in my opinion to different tiers for some things when it comes to the gospel so like we have like the the, the things that are like physical things that you can do that help you. And then there's also like ideas and doctrines that will help you. So for example, I mean, I guess they're all doctrines, you know, if you go down to the core, but like, you know, reading scriptures is, is reading your scriptures or studying your scriptures every day is something that's a little different than developing love for everyone, for your neighbor, you know, that kind of thing, you know, and being, so I feel like there's different tiers, Yeah, but maybe I'm not answering. I, maybe I, that's well, just my thoughts. I don't know. Along, along those lines, the the gospel is it's this uh, foundation that is meant to make people. Um, how, how do I word this? To de- develop characteristics, traits, habits to not just help us do things but to help us become something more uh, right? you know kind of what, what we're talking about yeah, before yeah, yeah. so when we have our scripture study every day for example and it goes great for a week and we're like oh this is great after a week we're going to start feeling um we're going to start feeling a lack of motivation for a handful of reasons one because it's easy to fall out of a habit uh, before it's been like ingrained in you two as you grow spiritually, 
your desire for different spiritual sustenance increases. Just like a baby can survive off of like an ounce of milk for 17 days. Just kidding. Don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> they have these itty bitty tiny little stomachs, you know, when babies are born. And uh, they eat all the friggin' time because they, their stomach isn't big enough to hold more food. And uh, I think that's how it is with us spiritually. You know, if we're doing our scripture study for three months and suddenly it becomes hard. Can you hear me, Leonard? Cody? Wait. Cody? Okay, all right. You can still you 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 can still hear me. I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't hear what you. I I heard. If you could do your scripture study for three months and then it just stopped. Yeah, my computer went straight up dark on me. Oh. And I was like, "Well, okay. it's dead. Let me go plug it in." But it's not dead, so we're fine. Anyway, it, okay. if you're studying your scriptures for three months straight, your body you're gonna have a larger capacity to fill spiritually because you have matured and you've grown and it becomes harder to have this constant drive through the entire existence of our life mm-hmm. to increase that sustenance and that capacity but that's what the gospel's there for right it's there to uh mm-hmm. help us become something better every day not with an end in mind it's not like learning something and moving on it's becoming mm-hmm. something so I, I think that's why it's hard you know, I also think uh, as you were as you were talking about that, it actually makes me think of um, there is this key. So I, right now, I have a uh, uh, a coach, uh, a life coach uh, of of sorts that um, is teaching me some of these um, different, teaching me basically the the skill of setting and achieving goals. I think that's in essence what it is. Yeah. And there's some some key things that she's talking about. Um, when it comes to this, uh, coming, you know, developing your habits and everything until it becomes a part of you. So one, one thing she said is that, um, your, your, whatever you decide to do, if it's a, if it's a habit, your habit is like a muscle. So the more you work it, the time, more tired it becomes, but the stronger it becomes in the long run. Right. So the, like, that's why when we first start something, you know, kind of a, kind of liken it to a workout. So when you're working out, let's say you're doing push-ups, you can do a lot of push-ups in the beginning, right? Because you're fresh, so you're like, yeah, I can do 20 push-ups, and then by the maybe by, you know, at least in my case, by like 15 or maybe even 10. <laughs> by like the, maybe, the, I would the say second 10. one, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, well, by by then you're like you're you're starting to strain, and that's when your muscles are actually working, and so it's harder. It's harder to do that, but if you push through it, if you push through. Um, that hard time and keep doing it over and over, those muscles get stronger. Then it becomes second nature for your body to do that. And then you can move on to bigger and better things, right. better, quote unquote better. But 
you still need to do you still have to do those other things that you know like the, the push-ups to maintain that that strength right, right? Mm-hmm. i think the same thing um because everything is spiritual before it is temporal right so the same thing applies to all these spiritual things i think that you have to each of these habits or becoming because somebody who becomes who somebody who is something really is the result of their actions in, in at least in the way that I in the way that I look at it. For example, somebody who's a runner is somebody who runs. Like they run and they run consistently to the point that they have become a runner to other people. Oh, that person is a runner right. to themselves. Right. I am a runner. Right. So I think that's the same thing is is like when you're when you're developing yourself spiritually, you know, I you know, I I'm a son of God or or I am I'm a scriptorian or I know the scriptures or I know the gospel. You know, the way that you do that is by studying the gospel, the way that you become that way. So I think it's the reason why going back to this question, as we think about it, as we've talked about it, I think the reason why it can be difficult to take action is because we haven't done it enough. Right. And we always are doing more once our capacity our previous yeah. capacities filled, you know, and uh, and that comes with successes, and that comes with setbacks and failures, and that also adds to the difficulty. By the way, I'm a coucher. Yeah, a coucher. Yeah, some people are runners. I'm a coucher. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was the second part of the question? Second part of the question is how do we take the knowledge that we know it is good to do? That it is good to do and actually get the strength to do it. Okay. I think that's the, the second part. That's of the useful question. part of the question. Yeah. Uh, not that that's a useless question. I mean, that's the actionable part, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we could theorize uh, up until that point, but uh, some of the, you could walk away yeah. being like, oh, thanks for chatting about it, but what do I do? I think uh, just my input, and I'll give one, and you give one, and we'll wrap up. But, yeah, uh, okay. I think the 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 problem is we we think too much. Um, mm. We think ourselves out of acting. We we take too long to think that we give Satan time to get in our heads and say, "No, nah, you you don't got to study today. You get away. You go with one day." Or we we stop and we we doubt or we consider too long, and Satan gets in there and says, "Oh, you don't need to reach out to your ministering person today. They're fine." Why would anyone be? Or, why, why would they be having a problem right now? Or, or even more diabolical, he'd be like, you know, you don't need to reach out to this because you have this to do. Yeah, you have this other thing you have to do. Yeah. like you can't read your scriptures today. You've got to go to work. Right. So sometimes I think we just think too much, and uh, yeah, if we're more prone to uh, not contemplating every single time we we think we we have a good thought. Um. Not breaking down the good thought and giving Satan time to get in there. I think it'll be easier to to act and do good on the spot instead of uh, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, my my input is I think that we think too big. You think now? Hear me out when I say that. Well, I yeah. think that we yeah we think too big. You know, like so we get so just for instance, take let's just take that you get through that thought with Satan. And now you're like, I have to study my scriptures for, you know, 20 minutes to this today, which, you know, might be small to some people, might be huge to some, to other people, right. right? But I think that that's where, where it comes in is we, 
we think too big about what what it is that we need to do especially when we're just starting out or we're just getting back into the habit right you know you're not we don't if you haven't been working out for 5 days a week or 7 days a week you know bench pressing tons of weight then you are not going to be able to do that when you're just starting out or getting back into the gym without damaging yourself. Right. And I think that that's something that we can take that if we set too high of a goal for ourselves when it comes to this, set too high of an expectation for ourselves when it comes to acting, then we damage our ability to act in the future. Yeah. That's really good. I I, I like that. The really good questions, Calvin, because I, I yeah. feel like I'm walking out of this with uh some some tools that are going to help me. Yeah, being a bum with some some stuff I'm slacking on. Um, yeah. So so, uh, don't think too big and don't think too long. You have a good thought, get out and do a, do a small good. Do a small yeah, good. And then as, you, ooh, do a small good. I think a small good, those small goods add up very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's awesome. Thanks, Calvin, for that. Those awesome questions for helping us think. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Well, take us out of here, Leonard. Absolutely. Everyone, thanks again for joining with us in the In Black and White show. We're so grateful to have dedicated listeners. And if you're just joining in, we hope that you stick around and and join in our conversation. So in order to do that, you can reach out to us on our social media handles, uh, Twitter and Facebook at IBW Podcast. Or just reach out to us directly through our email at the In Black and White show. No, sorry. In Black and White Podcast at gmail.com. So you can reach us there. Send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, you know, anything that you want. We would love to to hear from you, our listeners. So thanks again, everybody. We're so grateful that you were here. God is good. Godspeed, everyone. <laughs>